0: since i got on this microphone to talk to you the otc listeners holy crap a couple of months now jesus christ it's one of those moments where i feel like it's one of those moments when you step away to the hyperbolic time chamber and for those of you that actually watch dragon ball z and knows dbz reference you understand what i'm talking about you disappear for a while and then you come back out and you're like you're kind of new and improved but in my case it's more of a eh had to step away for a while because there was just so much going on and that's pretty much what this podcast episode is going to be about where the hell have I been oh my goodness boy do I got a story for you to tell you ladies and gentlemen not really much of a story but more of a blog more of a vlog ta- vlog, ta- vlog vlogtacular situation going on it's a simple reason as this let me go back to the very beginning. As you may or may not remember, I kind of got burned out right after Morbius happened. After Morbius happened, I was so disappointed with what was going on with the movie, with what the studios was going forward with, and I, didn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say I lost my will to live. I went as far as to say, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of done talking about comic book movies, at least for right now, at least for right now. Then everything kept happening one after another. Now, let me pivot in terms of the real reason why I had to step away for a while. As you may or may not know, me and my lazy panda are no longer together. That's right. Had to break it off because we realized, well, I realized we were basically on two different, two different paths in our lives. She wanted to have children. I didn't. There is no way for me to sugarcoat that in any way, shape or form. She wanted kids. I did not. She wanted a family. I don't. And it was not fair on me, nor was it fair on her for me to continue on in a relationship knowing full well that I was never going to give her what she wanted. And before you stop me and say, oh, well, Garcia, you never know. You could always change your mind, blah, blah, blah. I've had this mindset for over 10 years. And for the people that know me, know me on a personal level, that whenever I make my mind about something, it's very, very hard for me to change it. To me, unless it happens on accident or, God forbid, the the female got forced, to me, having children has to be a compromising thing. You either want them or you don't. Now, I know tons of examples where that's not the case. I know tons of examples where, as I just said, it can happen on accident. And then all of a sudden, the dad is like, oh, my God, you know what? This isn't a bad lifestyle. But here's the thing with me. And once again, this goes back to if you know me personally, you pretty much know my history. I've lived that lifestyle already. I lived a lifestyle in terms of me taking care of my siblings from a very young age because I grew up without a father. And I realized that it was not the life that I wanted for myself. And for the next 20 to 25 years or probably even more with everything that's going on in this world. And who knows how it's going to be in the future? Who the hell knows? And I know what some people would say. Oh, Garcia, raising your children is different from raising your siblings. Yes and no. Because you have much more of a responsibility towards taking care of your kids. You have much more of a responsibility in ensuring that they do grow up and be the best that they can be. And quite frankly, and I don't care if you deem this as selfish in any way, I do not have the patience nor do I want to have the patience to take care of another individual because I've already lived through that already. I've seen the struggles of what single parents go through. I've seen the struggles of what normal parents go through, especially when it comes to kids. I don't hate kids. I love kids. In fact, what really makes me miss the relationship that much more were the nieces and nephews. I would always look forward to when I would go see them either once a week or when they come by or whichever, because it allowed me to be the fun uncle. It allowed me to connect to them in a way that I didn't think that I would connect to anybody and then I would be happy as soon as I give them back. (laughs) So. Again, it's one of those things, right now, in reality, that's just one of the main factors in terms of why we're no longer together. I'm not going to sit here and air out all of our dirty laundry here, okay? Because for one thing, it's a disrespect towards her. It's a disrespect towards family. And whatever happened between us honestly stays between me and her. Now, I'm sure she told her family of how much of a piece of shit that I am, and if she's listening to this, I can guarantee that's what the case, or her family has tricked her into believing that I'm this worst piece of shit of a guy that don't deserve her, that I will never amount to anything, and I probably will never find anyone like her ever again. It happens all the time, especially when it comes to breakups. The person that initiates the breakup is usually depicted as the bad person, the bad guy. It's a normal stigma, and it's something that's been going on for many, many years and will continue to go on for many, many years going forward. What I do want to say is this. We had fun. I enjoyed my time. I love her, and I still do. And I want nothing but the best for her to be happy. Nothing but the best. So if she goes out and she marries a guy and she is with someone, and quite frankly, look, I'm not the easiest guy to be with either. I have my flaws, I have my faults, who doesn't? You know, we're human beings, we're, we're all fuck-ups on the inside in some way, shape, or form. We really are. You know? And three years, that is a long time. You know, maybe not long for some, it can be long for others, whatever the case. It's, it is a long time for me, it's my longest relationship ever. But, as I said before... There were a lot of factors that was leading to the breakup. And I was unhappy for a while. I felt trapped. I felt like I couldn't truly be myself. Or I couldn't really speak my truth whenever I would be with her. And I was mentally checked out of the relationship for a while. So, as I said, I'm not going to go into details in terms of what happened. That is between me and her. All I can say is this to put everything into a bud. in Into a bud? In a bud. Put everything in a bud. I respect her. I respect her family. And I'm hoping, if she does listen to this, that she finds the best that she can find. And maybe that she takes the things that I taught her and form new things. Form new relationships. Or form, you know, a huge variety of ways on how to make herself happy. Or how to you know, try new things. You know, things like that. The same way I have learned from her in terms of cooking, in terms of embracing my Hispanic side and, you know, doing more Spanish stuff and taking more chances in life. You know, things like that. Whatever happens between us obviously stays between us. And I respect her enough to be like, you know what? We had a great run It was awesome, and I wasn't the most lovable guy, but I did the best that I could. You did the best you could. We're on our separate ways. It's done. It's over. Take great care of yourself. It's as simple as that. So, again, with the breakup and with everything that was transpiring all at once, and good God, there were so much things that was transpiring at once trying to find a new apartment right away within New York, like literally three weeks to a month while trying to get the house together. Around the same time, my car broke down. So I needed to, uh, you know, I had to fork out more money just to get my car fixed because I couldn't go anywhere around that time. Then I had to, you know, go through certain situations with my voiceover business. Then my Instagram got hacked. And then I lost a personal friend in Pennsylvania who I cared about so much more. I lost a personal friend there. So again, there was just so much that was happening all at once. I didn't know how to handle it on an emotional state or even a mental state for that matter. I remember around the times that I was saying goodbye to my landlord neighbors, the landlords that were living below us at that time. And we had, like, close to a 45-minute, I would say, like, an hour conversation. And when they told me, and by the way, real quick, these are the kind of neighbors that you definitely want as grandparents. If you still have your grandparents, God bless you, because these were awesome people that I would treat as grandparents. Very wise, very nurturing, very caregiving that whenever you would come home or whenever you would get back, you would talk to them for a little bit and they want to cook you dinner, even though you told them that you're already full or you're cooking something already and they want to go out of their way for you to help you because they want to make you feel like you're part of the family. And it was an awesome feeling. And after the hour-long conversation we had, I went straight upstairs into that lonely dark apartment and I cried for like a good 20-25 minutes. I cried my eyes out. And I wasn't crying because of the breakup. I was crying because, as I said, so much was going on all at once where my mental capacity could not handle everything little bit by bit. There are times where a lot of people, and maybe you experienced this yourself... There are times where we keep so much bottled in, we don't know how to express it. Sometimes we lash out, sometimes we laugh about it, sometimes we would take it out on our partners. God forbid. You know, hopefully you're not doing that right now. But, you know, we yell at them, or, you know, God forbid we punch something, or you know, some people can cope with it better than others. Some people go to the gym, some people go for a long drives, some people drink, some people smoke, some people, whatever your coping mechanism is. A lot of people don't know how to handle when everything was going on at once. And it was at that time that I was thinking to myself, okay, am I being punished for something that I'm trying to do for myself for once? And it was hard. So I just bawled my eyes out for like a good 20-25 minutes. I don't expect anybody to feel sorry for me. And I never want to ever feel like that. But it was a way for me to try to let everything out. And it was a way for me to realize, you know what? What? These things are going on, but I have to remind myself that everything is going to be okay. I've been through worse. I can push through this. And by God, I did. And oh boy, did I <laughs> did I push through everything. Which is why I needed to give myself a good, a good month, maybe month and a half for me to get through it all. And for me to be comfortable to get back into the groove of things. To be comfortable in terms of getting behind the microphone. And getting behind, I'm sorry, in front of a camera. Around now, at this point, I am on the verge, God willing, fingers crossed, I'm on the verge of getting a promotion at my job, at my current job. Now, it's not guaranteed. I have no idea when that's going to be. Nothing, is guaranteed, nothing ever is guaranteed. But I'm having high hopes for that, which is why I've also been busy producing other people's podcasts because that's part of my job within what I do. If you have been watching or listening to The General Store by Gina Bina, I produce that show. You know, even though it's under the 77 WABC banner and we're using their equipment, we're using, you know, their software and everything. I produce that show, you know, me and two other people. So the three of us produce it. And, you know, it's new. It's relatively new. I'd say a couple months, a few months, I would say. But Gina is probably one of the greatest talents that I could ever work with and the ideas and the connections that she has and the things that she talks about and the fact that she does she's not afraid to be herself and the fact that to be honest I owe me coming back here a lot to her because I see her having so much fun talking to guests and talking about the things that she's passionate about I thought to myself you know what it's time for me to get back into the groove of things it's time for me to truly get back to what I love doing voiceover podcasting entertainment things like that So that brings me to what I want to talk about in a way, aside from everything else, to what I want to talk about now. Where am I going from this point forward? Well, there are a couple of things. After I watched, and this goes back to what I said in the very beginning, after I watched Morbius, I was kind of mentally burned out with everything that was going on into the comic book world. Even though it's my niche, even though it's what I like to talk about the most, I was kind of burned out by it all. Because I was having a hard time understanding why is it that studios can just take a property, can just take a character from a beloved franchise like Spider-Man or whatever the case, and then just give us what they gave us. It was one of those moments where I thought to myself, I'm like, really? This is the best that you can do? Like, I understand your obsession in making the Sinister Six, but god damn, can you not do anything else? Can you do something different? Can you add, can you at least try to put in an effort? Now, quite frankly, and I get it. It's not easy making a movie. It's not easy directing. It's not easy with it's not easy with the visual effects. It's not easy with anything of what you're doing. But you would think you would put a little bit more time and effort and actual love in terms of what you're doing. I mean, hell, the trailers where they had the Morbius trailers and they had the Spider-Man that said murderer or cross on top of it. You remember it was nowhere near in the movie. It literally felt like something lazy. And I was just, it, it was at that time I was like, okay, you know what? I, I think I'm giving up. I, there's no way for me to excuse this. This is a very, very bad movie. Then I watched Thor, Love and Thunder last weekend. And I get it. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. I myself fall in between. After I watched that movie with my best friend, who I haven't spoken to in a while, I haven't hung out with in a while. We looked at the movie, we watched it. And after the movie was finished, I thought to myself, where the hell is the MCU going here? With Marvel phases one to three, there was something to look forward to. There was a plan, there was a vision, and quite frankly, yes, they may have a vision right now behind the scenes that they probably might not release until the next five to six years, but we're not feeling that right now. It's why a lot of people currently to this day are saying, you know what, Marvel Phase 4 is failing the downsides of Marvel are finally showing. You know what? A lot of the Marvel movies were never good to begin with. You could just see and read all of the hating comments on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all these other platforms of how people are just coming out and say, oh, my God, the MCU has lost this step. And I have to say, a part of me agrees with them. A part of me agrees with them. I'm not going to lie about it. You know, I have to be objective. I I can only be subjective for so long because it's something that I'm passionate about. But at the same time, I have to look at it from another perspective and look at it from an outside viewpoint where it's like, yo, you guys are failing. Now, it could be the fact that maybe I'm just judging too early and I'm not patient enough in terms of thinking to myself, OK, they do have a plan going on here. Maybe it is. Um, Going into the young the young avengers or maybe it is going to the secret wars or maybe it is going somewhere Maybe the big reveal will be galactus or dr. Doom or whoever the big uh, main villains gonna be Maybe it is Kang for everyone to face off against But we're not feeling that right now, and I think that is the main point that i'm trying to see here So what the hell am I talking about in terms of what it is that I want to do from this point forward? Well, as I said After I was burned out with everything going on with Marvel and a little bit of DC, a little bit, not so much, a little bit, I thought to myself, if I'm going to take a break and I come back, something has to change. Something has to, has to, I I can't just come back to the same old ways. I wish I could, but there's a huge part of me that just can't. I don't know why I just can't. So I want to do something different. I already have everything planned out. I literally wrote everything about it. It's in my notes. And here's what I want to do from this point forward. From this point forward, after this video, this video, after this recording is done, this podcast is done. I want to, for one thing, I want to branch out and slowly step out of my Marvel and DC comfort zone. I want to focus on things that are trending. I want to focus on pop culture stuff that are currently that is currently trending as we speak okay I just finished seeing stranger things a couple of weeks ago and by God the season finale was probably the best that I've ever seen by far by far of the year and I wanted to talk about it. Of course, I was going through my mental stuff, you know, at the time, but I really wanted to talk about it. If I want to see if there's something going on with mixed martial arts, I want to talk about it. You know, maybe not all the fights, but something, you know, something that gravity tours like Conor McGregor's return or how much the fact that I hate John Jones or whatever the case may be. I want to talk about these things. If something is going on in Update with Chris Rock and Will Smith, I want to talk about that. If something is going on with, you know, Hollywood gossip or, you know, something that is so worthwhile for me to talk about, I want to talk about it. My point is this. I want to slowly branch out of the comic book realm and focus on things that other people like to talk about as well. And this is a way for me to try to reach out and branch out to a wider audience instead of me being so niche specific. With that being said, does this mean that I plan to rebrand and remake my current podcast right now? I'm leaning more towards a yes than a no. What that name or what that brand is, I don't know yet. Obviously, a brand takes a while, a long while to build up. But I do want to rename it and I do want to branch out, as I said, to other various topics. Even if it's just movies and all the clever movies that goes on. Minions, for example, or Black Phone that occurred. Or a couple of my favorite horror movies that comes up. Or the fact that I love certain franchises and I like to talk about that. I want to to branch out more is essentially what I'm trying to say. And I don't want to be stuck in the niche-specific thing and just talk about comic book movies if I don't feel like I should. Chances are I will, but I just don't want that to be my main bread and butter, at least not anymore. Another thing that I want to change is I want to keep my podcast around 10 to 15 minutes long, but release a couple of, a couple of episodes at least during the week. So if something groundbreaking happens, if some breaking news happens at that time, then I want to release it right then and there instead of waiting towards the ending of the week, waiting for other people to give their points across and then thinking, okay, what's my point of view in counteracting with them? Because I do reference certain people. I reference Jeremy Johns all the time. I reference Chris Stuckman. I reference so many people, especially with way more knowledge than me. But in order for me to stay consistent... I'd rather talk about something at that news point right then and there, record a 10-minute, 15-minute thing, release it right away, and then just be done with it. You know, I feel like if I talk about groundbreaking news at that time, then at least I can give my reaction about it and it can feel more genuine, if that makes any sense. So that's what I want to do. 10, 15-minute episodes... Focusing much more on groundbreaking moments at that day during that time. If it's two things, then it's two things. If it's, you know, three things, then maybe I can break them up. However the structure is going to be, that's what I'm aiming towards. Third and final thing, the reason why I'm also cutting these episodes down was because I want to focus a little bit more on being on video. Now, I have tried putting my entire podcast on YouTube. That didn't work. The editing is way too long and I just do not have the time for me to just edit and cut out bits and pieces into video format and then putting it on audio. I do not have the time for that. I also tried Instagram Live for uh, my podcast. That didn't work either. Only a personal friend or a few friends was able to check me out. Uh, There was not enough time for promotion. That did not work either. But what I want to do is I want to give Funny reactions, funny moments, something that feels genuine, a devil's advocate, basically, because I play devil's advocate all the time on this podcast and this recording. So I do that all the time. But I want to put myself out more, and I've been talking about it for a while. I want to put myself out more on social media in video format, whether it's Instagram Reels, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Facebook, maybe not so much Facebook Live, but you know, the the Twitter thing that they have with the video, quick shots, whatever. I want to do that m- much more for myself. And I would put myself out there on social media, but instead of planning on it, I actually want to do it. So that's another reason why I'm cutting my time down to 10, 15 minutes, especially when it comes to reactionary type moments. These are all the plans that I'm making and it'll be literally from this point forward. So, I would say, chances are, I will give my reviews slowly but surely on all of the past stuff that's coming on. The Boys Season 3, for example, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness, and all the things that's been transpiring. Stranger Things, I want to talk a little bit about that, because there are so many comic book references on that too. Again, this is a way for me to branch out and try to do whatever I want to do in a different way, and at least experiment. You know, try something new, considering that I've been away for a while and I'm finally coming back and I'm finally getting the groove back to what I like to do. I don't want to force myself to do something if I know I'm going to get burned out again. You know, so those are my immediate plans and who knows if one thing fails, but the other things, you know, they transpire and they go shoot straight up for the moon, then that means I've done something and that means I've accomplished something. My, st- my main focus is still going to be producing shows for my radio station and my other focus is still going to be on voiceover. So I want to multitask, you know, slowly but surely. I keep on hitting the microphone. I want to do everything slowly but surely and I want to make sure that this time I actually have fun with what I'm doing. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I can continue to entertain you to the best of my ability. So that is the immediate plans. That is what's going to happen next. And I'm hoping that you continue to support me in the best way that I know you guys are doing. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to keep saying that I'm sorry that I've been away for so long. But you know what? It's like I said earlier. I had to take a mental break. I had to just step aside and thought to myself, okay, I need to get my shit together. Not to mention this is my birthday weekend, so I just turned 32 two days ago. Try saying that three times fast. Um, So yeah, I just turned 32, and I felt like, you know what? What better way for me to come back than to come back during my birthday weekend? 32, it's a hell of an age. A good friend of mine asked me... What is it like being 32? And I answered her to the best that I could where I said, you know what? It doesn't feel different, but my mindset to get my shit together has increased dramatically. And it's true. I don't know some statistics, but I actually heard about this from someone that I know where he was like, around the age of 25, you're supposed to know more or less in terms of what you want to do with your life. It doesn't happen for everybody, but I would say a good majority does. For me... I thought, yeah, 32 23 reversed. I got to get my shit together. I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to be greater. And I'm hoping I'm you know, I'm you know, I'm not taking anything for granted, but I'm hoping that you can join me in my journey and I would love to hear your stories. You know, I would love to hear what you have to say. I would love to hear what you want to share. I genuinely care and I want to know and I want to see that if I can provide a platform for you as well, then by God, then I'll do whatever I can to help. So that's how it's going to be. What the new name is, what the new design is going to be, the new intro, everything will come out slowly but surely. But I'm, I have a good feeling. I'm happy. Happier. Content. I'm content with what's going on right now. (laughs) I'm content with what's going on right now. So that was enough of me rambling on and on. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said earlier, my Instagram got hacked. So if you want to reach out to me on Instagram, Mike Garcia V.O. V.O. is voiceover. Mike Garcia V.O. on my Instagram. Everywhere else is voiceofgarcia. You can ask me anything you want. You can ask me in terms of what you want me to do. If you have any ideas that you want to pitch in. I am more than willing to help you out or listen or whatever the case may be. And yeah, let's ride this motherfucker till the wheels fall off. (laughs) Someone said I forgot who it was. Thank you. And I truly mean this. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak to you and for you to listen And, uh, whoo, there's going to be some changes. It's going to be a lot of changes, but it's like anything else. I look forward to it. Till the next time, whatever groundbreaking news that happens, I guess I need to come up with a new slogan in the world, in the world in general, when it comes to news, uh, sports, movies, games, whatever the case may be. If you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out, guys.